from the Your Life Choices website and e-newsletters. Welcome to the podcast, Mind Your Own Retirement. Coming up on today's show, we'll be speaking about five good friends with Simon Lockyer. And what they found is that really the key determinant to a long, happy and healthy life was uh, friendship. We'll be finding out about credit and how important your credit score is to you with Jonathan Lean from the Compare Club. Because your credit score is essentially a, a, a three-digit number that basically tells potential lenders how creditworthy you are. And we'll be going to some special spots in Queensland with Shelley Winkle, who knows everything there is to know about Queensland. Not many people realise this, but they all think of Queensland as this kind of subtropical or tropical region. But Stanthorpe actually gets snow. But now it's my pleasure and privilege to say hello to the publisher of Your Life Choices, Kay Fallick. Hello, Kay. Young John. Nice to see you. It's lovely to see you. Are you travelling much these days? You. Did I hear you heading off to Queensland or somewhere special? I want to go to Queensland, but uh, no, what I'm doing is travelling to bushfire-ravaged areas Uh around Lake Sentrance with my husband's Rotary Club. Excellent. So there you go. Well, that's That's, lovely. Yeah, I'm not sure what we're doing there, but I think we're encouraged to stay local and buy meals and so on. And take an empty esky. Absolutely. Do you have any friends you went to school with? I do have friends I went to school with. Really? Anyone that you went like to kinder or some? No, I didn't go to kinder. We were too poor. Oh, <laughs> don't <laughs> really? No. So, are we talking about like grade one, grade two, or, or high school? Or... Uh, high school, but really more. My friends came from Emily McPherson College. Ah, oh, yes, I yes. My sisters 16. went there. I was sixteen Absolutely. when I went there, and I have very dear friends from that time. So many. Hello, of us... Di. Hello, yeah. Jenny. Oh, dearie, <laughs> isn't that wonderful? You've got those friends. Well, look, we're about to speak to uh, Simon Lockyer. Now, Simon, with his colleague Nathan, is the co-founder of Five Good Friends. It's a pioneering social enterprise that allows people to receive support and care while they age happily and safely at home, connecting to the friends, families and lives that they love. Hey, Simon, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, Kay. Thank you for uh, asking me to join you today. Well, I thought it was about time that our members understood what Five Good Friends does because I think what you're delivering is new age at home care. Are you able to give us in a nutshell the way your service works? Yeah, so as you said, we're a, a home care provider and we're designed to help people live happily and safely and independently in the homes and communities they love for as long as possible and what's really important about our service is uh, we enable the friends and the family around those people who need care to be actively involved as well. So this obviously leads us to ask you why is this called Five Good Friends? Is there something here we need to understand? Yeah, well, when we were uh, actually looking at the name we and uh, starting the business, we started by asking a different question, and that was why do people live happily uh, and wonderfully long, engaged lives in the homes and communities they love? And that question sort of took us on a, on a uh, research project, and we found the Blue Zone study. And that study uh, has identified pockets around the world where people will regularly live uh, to the ripe old age of 100 and beyond. 
And when they examined those communities, they looked at all the things like you'd expect, diet and exercise, but they delved a lot deeper into the social constructs behind those communities as well. And what they found is that really the key determinant to a long, happy and healthy life was uh, friendships, or more importantly, remaining connected to those friends. And on average, these people would have between five and six good friends that they would travel through life with. And we thought the name Five Good Friends uh, had a beautiful alliteration to it and really reflected what our business should be about, not so much about the service and the care, but keeping people connected to those. Simon, as you said, it's a business. Yes. So therefore, you know, you're not doing it as charity. Um, How do you uh, monetize what you're trying to do? Yeah, so we uh, have private clients who pay uh, for the help and care into the home privately. We're also an approved provider of government-funded home care packages. So people who have been assessed and approved for those, they can engage five good friends. Uh And uh, we're also registered in the NDIS uh, in select service type areas. So people who are participants of the NDIS can also choose five good friends. Which leads us on to older people will need to have a home care package, we believe, if if they want to receive your services, not as private members. So, Simon, uh, that involves some kind of assessment? Yeah, so getting a uh, home care package can sort of feel a little daunting to people, but Really, it all starts by contacting My Age Care, uh, and I can give you the phone number for that if you'd like, which is 1800 400 And then from that, they'll be stepped through a series of questions. Uh, they'll have then an assessor come out to their home, uh, and that's around a 90-minute sort of uh, interview that they uh, have just to determine the level of help and support that they need. They can have a family friend with them the whole time, which is really important in doing that because it can feel daunting. A lot of people think that these sorts of things are the beginnings of maybe residential age care. In fact, they're not. Uh, Having these types of assessments in the home are all about ensuring you can continue to live safely and happily in the home. And then after the assessment is done, you'll receive uh, a letter from the government advising what level package you've been approved for and where you sit. Uh, on the national uh, waiting list. So there's no cost for that assessment? No, there's no cost for that assessment. Um, It is important to plan for it early, though. It can take uh, up to six weeks to get an assessor to the home. It can then take sort of two weeks for them to do the assessment and write back to you. And then as many of your um, uh, members will have heard, it can take up to 12 months then for the funding to actually come through and the package to be assigned to you. So important to think about these things early. So that's what we've found out, that many of our members are planning for later life care earlier than once they did, because clearly you do need to be financially prepared for what happens. Just to move on to the service aspect, what kind of services do people look for in their homes, Simon? Yeah, it's, uh, there's quite a wide variety. It can start with really simple little things like a little bit of um, domestic help, which can include cooking and washing or uh, gardening outside. And then uh, as needs change, it can move through to more, I guess, clinical types of care, assistance with medication, uh, management of wounds, thing, things like that. Um, but the important thing is to start early. And in fact, there's a Uh, a really great study that Macquarie University did which found that for every extra hour of help you get into someone's home when they first think that they need help, 
uh, you'll reduce their likelihood of entering residential aged care by 6%. And the most important things to do are just simple things like domestic support, uh, social interaction, engagement with the community. Uh, so, you know, putting your hand up and saying, look, now's the time that I think I need some help is a really important thing to do to maintain your independence uh, in your home for as long as you want. Well, if you'd like to know more, fivegoodfriends.com.au forward slash how we work uh, is a good place to go. And that, of course, will be up on to our website as well. It will okay. be, and we'll link off uh, to Five Good Friends Facebook. Just uh, to mention, Five Good Friends is supported by one of our preferred partners, one of your life choices preferred partners, Apia. Aha, uh-huh, right. Um, so, Simon, just very briefly, you're, you're pointing out that the need for this kind of care came through some of the calls within the Apia network. Uh-huh. Yes, look, we're really grateful to APIA for their support. And they have a wonderful uh, team who man the phones there. And quite often they can be the first point of contact to identify that someone might need a bit of extra help and support, simple things like they've determined that they need to hand in their driving licence, things like that. Uh, and they wanted to be able to um, to refer people on. And so we've formed a, a, a wonderful partnership where we can just offer simple Uh, advice uh, and guide people through that process. Fantastic. So there are some triggers and we'll have a look at putting down some of the triggers that may help you understand that it's time to ask for help. Why not? Simon Lockyer, thank you so much for your your speaking to us today and uh, good luck and uh, five good friends may continue to be successful. Thanks very much, John and Kay. We're grateful for your time as well. I often wonder what my credit score might be. I bet it's bad. Uh, probably absolutely <laughs> horrendous. But not as bad as mine. Oh, no, you'd be fabulous. Um, but it's good to know what your credit is like. And we have Jonathan Lean, the Chief Innovation Officer from Compare Club on the line. Jonathan, welcome to you. Thanks, guys. How's it going? Good. Thank you for joining us on Mind Your Own Retirement. How do you find out your credit score and why is it important? It's a good question. There's a, there's a few different ways. Um, you can find out your score. Um, obviously, being the Chief Innovation Officer of, of Compare Club, I'm uh, partial to people um, visiting us and having a look. So that's at uh, compareclub.com.au. But there's actually three different uh, credit bureaus in Australia. Um, so there's one called Experian, uh, one called Equifax, um, and one called Ilium. And all three credit scores are going to be slightly different. Um, so it's definitely worth speaking to, to all three providers. You're entitled to a, a free score from each of them um, twice a year. Um, and the reason why it's important is because your credit score is it's essentially a, a, a three-digit number um, that basically tells uh, potential lenders how creditworthy you are. So a, a high score means that um, you're seen by, by banks and other lenders as a, as a, a good credit risk. And um, in return, you typically see significantly lower interest rates compared to uh, someone that has, for example, a a slightly lower credit rating. How does one get a good credit rating? There's a few ways to do it. Um, The the, the obvious one, I guess, is to always pay your bills on time. But there's also um, things you can do to improve your credit rating um, aside from that, like taking out new credit cards, for example, and then reliably 
paying bills on those, um, avoiding things like bankruptcies if you can. Even, and this is one of the really good uh, reasons to grab your credit report from all three providers, even just double checking that you don't have any incorrect late payments or delinquencies listed on your report. Ah. Um, yeah, so there is a process to ask for corrections um, with each of the bureaus if you see some stuff on there that you don't think should be on there. So, John, I, that's really interesting. It may be that you're having a dispute with someone. Absolutely. And you're not paying them because they haven't delivered service, but that might be weighing against you. Is that correct? Absolutely. It can even be stuff like, um, you know, for example, you might have moved house and cancelled your electricity, say, but they might have only processed the cancellation, you know, a month or so after you've moved and you might have ended up accidentally um, not paying a bill at an old place. And that can, you know, that can significantly impact your credit rating. Um, and as long as you have proof to say, look, I, you know, I've cancelled this account on date X, there's a, a very good chance that you can that you can get those things removed from your credit profile. So when you're checking your credit score, it's something I haven't done. Um, I'm wondering how safe it is if they'll be asking me something I don't want to reveal online. Yeah, look, um, that's definitely a, a valid concern. There, there are always going to be some personal questions when it comes to to getting a credit score um, because it is such sensitive information. Um, in the case of Compare Club, we have very strict security and ID verification processes. Um, so we, we will ask you for um, all of the, the normal kind of uh, contact details like your, um, your name and your address and stuff like that to, um, to actually match you with the correct profile. But we'll also ask you to provide some form of identification to make sure that you are who you say you are. So. That could be uh, a driver's license number or a Medicare number or something along those lines. Um, I, I would definitely warn people um, to be wary of uh, companies that, that don't ask a couple of personal questions because if, if they're not asking for um, any kind of ID verification, it means that um, there's probably something untoward happening. And are there other things you need to be aware of if you're going to use a credit score website? Uh, not really. I mean, the, the, the important thing, I guess, is um, checking your credit score doesn't impact your credit score. So you're, you're able to sort of um, check your score with uh, as many different websites and as many different providers as you want. It should be free and it shouldn't impact your credit score in any way. One thing to potentially be wary of is I suppose just making sure that you're dealing with reputable companies. Make sure that you have a read through their privacy policy and their terms and conditions. Make sure they're working with um, one of the big three credit providers in Australia. And I suppose don't be, you know, don't be afraid to to ask questions before you hand over any personal information. So the big three that you mentioned, can you say them again? Mm. Experian. Yep. So there's Experian. Um, there's another one called Equifax, mm -hmm. and there's another one called Illion. So they're the three big ones in Australia. The reason why it's important to get um, to get your credit report from all three is because each of them will work with um, a slightly different set of um, lenders. Although there is a, a lot of overlap. Um, so for example, you might grab your Experian credit report through our website, which uh, through Compare Club, 
Um, and there might be stuff listed on your Experian uh, credit report that's not listed on your Alien credit report. But when it comes to, you know, applying for a credit card or a loan um, or even something like uh, an electricity provider, because um, most of us don't prepay our electricity, they, the electricity providers essentially give us credit for the electricity and then we pay it every, every quarter. You want to check and, and make sure that your credit report is in good standing with all three bureaus because um, there's no no way of really knowing in advance which uh, bureau the, the, the specific lender that you're working with is going to use. Well, Jonathan, you've given us a lot of food for thought, and uh, as you say, it does not cost anything to uh, to have your credit score checked, and uh, it's probably a, a good thing, a bit like a health check. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. So yeah. we'll be listing the um, three companies Jonathan just mentioned mm-hmm. and putting a link to the Compare Club uh, credit score checker. And I think, yeah, if you're serious about your budget and your spending, um, work out, first of all, what your credit profile is. Jonathan Lean, thank you so much indeed for giving up your time today. Thanks, guys. It's Mind Your Own Retirement with John Deakson, Kay Fallick, the publisher of Your Life Choices. And uh, let's go to Queensland. And when we think about Queensland with travel, Kay, you sort of think of the normal spots, the Great Barrier Reef. You do. Gold Coast, all the beautiful coastal areas. But there's so much more. There is so much more. And, John, we're very lucky to be joined by Shelley Winkle. Shelley's the Global Publicity Manager. What a job for Tourism (laughs) Queensland. Hi, Shelley. Hi, how are you guys today? We're well. Tell us more about Queensland that we don't know about, which is basically coastal. <laughs> so we're, we're talking, just to frame this, uh, Shelley's the full bottle on activities in areas that a lot of people haven't discovered. Ah. So this is insider yeah. gossip here, John. Right, okay. And we're flying into the Gold Coast or Brisbane, Shelley, and you've got a fantastic itinerary planned. Yeah, I have an incredible itinerary. And, and the reason we've done this is it's a little bit of a, a response to um, the, the issues that have happened all around the country of late, and as a result of the drought and then last year, the fires in Queensland. So while there's no fires now and they haven't been this year for Queensland, some of the rural areas, um, you know, the chips are a little bit down out there and what they really need are some tourists to get out there and see the beautiful country that's out there. And what does the scenic rim mean? What Can you explain where, to where us? Where is the scenic rim? <laughs> it's this little hidden gem. It's about 90 minutes southwest of Brisbane and about 90 minutes from the Gold Coast and it's in the hinterland. Now as the name suggests it is this rim so it's literally a necklace of mountain ranges that are formed around this incredibly old volcanic cauldron. So if you can imagine that it's rich farming land, uh, heritage homes, heritage B&Bs, farm stays, that quaint charming kind of Australiana area, literally on the doorstep of those two big cities. So you've organised a a driving area that you can go around the the rim and enjoy all the area has to offer? You can either get out there for a day from Brisbane and have an incredible lunch with uh, these 
food producers that they call local boars, yeah. uh, or stay overnight at or two, three, four nights at any one of the little towns with their cottages and their B and Bs and um, the lodges that exist out in that area. So you talked about the salad bowl of Brisbane. So I'm thinking this might be foodie heaven as well. It is indeed. So as you head out from Brisbane um, to get to the scenic rim, you pass through a place called the Lockyer Valley, and that really is the salad bowl there. So that's where there's a farm selling lettuce, carrot. There's um, a cheesery out there that's it, it, pretty incredible cheesery. It's actually made from Awasi sheep, which is some kind of – I'm not quite sure what uh, brand, what kind of sheep that is, but um, – They produce some high-quality cheeses. Uh, They've got a flock out there. Um, Yeah, there's just a whole manner of of, uh, farming out there. And national parks. Yep, further out from the Lockyer Valley, as you go into the scenic room, you come across Lemington National Park. Now, this is an absolute stunning, stunning place. It starts off being quite eucalyptus in style, but as you go up to O'Reilly's, what you're getting into, and I can never get this name right, but it's Gondwana land. So you're not actually getting into a lot of the eucalypt forest. And because of that, that area around O'Reilly's, which is a beautiful lodge that has bird watching, uh, hiking, stunning views, because it's actually in Gondwana land, there's not much eucalyptus forest. So therefore, it wasn't affected by the recent fires. And it's all there and open and waiting for tourists. So additionally, Shelley, uh, you mentioned that Stanthorpe is the place Mm. to go. Can you tell us where Stanthorpe is and why we want to go there? So Stanthorpe, another hour and a half southwest, it's almost touching the border of Queensland. So not many people realise this, but they all think of Queensland as this kind of subtropical or tropical region. But Stanthorpe actually gets snow on the odd occasion. So it's quite high up the range. Traditionally, it was our apple growing region, but probably in the last 30 or 40 years, it's become known for strange varieties of grapes. So they call this wine trail that you can do, it's called the Strange Bird Trail. And what it is, is you go from cellar door to cellar door, tasting wines that you can only get in small amounts. So you won't see these wines down at Dan Murphy's or you won't see them at the big retail outlets because the producers down there only uh, they produce between 200 and 500 ton a year so or yeah so you're actually going to have to go cellar door to cellar door to have some of these incredible wines there and by visiting Stanthorpe you're actually supporting people who've done it tough because of drought yeah so a lot of these farmers you might have heard last year that this is a town that ran out of water yeah um there are farmers who have not had a crop. Uh, And then on top of that, the fires came through in September. So they've had a double whammy where their big traffic comes through in the September school holidays and then over at Christmas, and that literally died out. Now, I was lucky enough to go out there last week and lucky enough to be out there when it rained. And there's this incredible sense of hope which is so needed because these are tourism uh, operators and farmers who have done it pretty bloody tough. You can see, like I went out to this one place, it's the Queensland College of Wine Tourism, and it has this incredible restaurant on site. 
and you can see where the fire went to the letterbox. And the local volleys actually protected this tourism icon and kept the fire away from burning this building down. And the same thing happened with the brewer down the road. Literally, the fire came to the letterbox, but they're up and running and what they just needed are some people to get out there and check it out. So, Shelley, how can people find out more about uh, this wonderful scenic uh, route? Best place I'd say is to head to queensland.com, so www.queensland.com. Yeah. Look at it there, or if you're going to Stanthorpe in the Granite Belt, uh, Granite Belt Wine Country is what you'd key into Google, and just um, you'll get some itineraries pop up. Um, check out the pictures, and then just start booking. So what we're going to do is put links to the specific areas that you've been talking about on our podcast page and we awesome. can help people navigate uh, online in order to navigate in real time in the car. And our grey nomads who are currently on uh, on trek around Australia, uh, make sure you, you check it out and head there and, and yeah. enjoy it because it's, it's very close. And have a wine for us, John. Absolutely. <laughs> And have a chat to some of the farmers and some of these operators. They've got tales to tell and they love nothing more than leaning over that bar or that wine <laughs> counter and having a bit of a chat. Shelley Winkgill, thank you so much indeed. And more power to you and uh, great success. And we hope that everybody supports those in need on that wonderful uh, area that you've just described. Thank you so much. Have a great day. As always, Kay, a very interesting show with Simon Lockyer with Five Good Friends. Interesting innovation, isn't it? I think we're not really paying enough attention to what happens later, but a lot of us are thrown into this when a parent falls or a great aunt has a need and so on. So I love to highlight information. When people are at a time of an accident or under stress, what do they do? Well, uh, we do try on the website to give you uh, useful information. Including uh, time with Jonathan Lean, who spoke yep. about credit score. Yep. Who looks after the finances in your place? Does... Uh Mr. Fallick. Mr. K, does it? Well, Mr. Fallick and Mrs. Fallick have their own areas of interest. <laughs> I, I buy shoes and Mr. Fallick goes to Dan Murphy. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's quite a combination. Well, that's all right. That's something that <laughs> he can't wear your shoes, but you can certainly drink his drink. That's, that's for sure. And, of course, uh, Shelley Winkle is wonderful talking about a uh, beautiful part of Queensland. Mm. And you're going to catch up with her soon. I believe so. Next week I will see her at at a conference mm. and uh, we'll learn more about Queensland because I'm looking at doing something, a getaway month in Ju June, July. Good for you. Yeah. Good for mm. you. And, folks, make sure that you do go to the Your Life Choices website. Um, it's just yourlifechoices.com.au. If you're not on it already, make sure your friends are. There you'll find so much information. How would you describe it in one sentence what the information that's there your best retirement companion that's oh, i like that Do you like that, that is fantastic right. if your friends aren't on it they should Let's be trademark that now is it really <laughs> yeah it should be absolutely no charge whatsoever to be part of it and we'll be back with the next edition of mind your own retirement next time in the meantime be well thanks Kay. au revoir